the burden of man. It's quite ironic to think about how we humans consider ourselves as the top of the food chain, while we have gotten so ignorant about how we managed to get here. Let me tell you a story that begins in our dark past. In fact, it's so far away, we don't know exactly when it happened. For the most part of our evolutionary history, we were prey. We were the small mammal that hides in the dark when the dinosaurs roamed the lands. Our whole nervous system was honed to avoid predators and seek hideouts. All our responses to our environment was that of a prey animal. We managed to stay alive by running away from predators. And this was our lot for millions and millions, probably even billions of years down the road of our genetic ancestors. At some point we became ape-like creatures called primates. We were small, living in trees, always afraid of the predator on the ground. We grew in size, split into a whole bunch of subspecies and evolution did its thing. And even the longest time of our primate history, we were still prey. Here and there we hunted smaller animals, yes, but fundamentally we remained prey to the big ones, to the lions and the leopards and so forth. We were nowhere near the top of the food chain, but a change could be seen on the horizon when we figured something out. At some time in our past, probably a few hundred thousand years ago, we discovered a concept that should change our path forever. Weapons. The club may be the first ever weapon we used to not only attack, but also to defend ourselves from the big predators around us. Apart from just throwing rocks, a club is the first real force multiplier that allowed us to move up the food chain one step at a time. At that point, a significant change took place that still has far-reaching influence in our modern society, and not to our advantage, I might say. See, back then, we faced a unique problem that no other species encountered so far. We were hardwired to be a prey species, and our nervous system was trained to respond as such. What we did back then was to make a conscious choice to act against our evolutionary nature. Think about it. Normally, animals don't change suddenly to become a predator from one day to another. Such changes take a very long time and include changes in body structure as well as changes in your neurological wiring. It's an evolutionary process that turns you into a different species over a very long time. On the other side, what we did is, we used our big brain to decide to act against our nature. That's a huge step that occurred in a very short amount of time. Way too short for evolution to adapt our nervous system accordingly. Now, follow me here carefully. In order to be able to act against your nature, to overcome the fight or flight instinct, to overcome the fear, to be able to resist the urge to freeze, we had to develop a strategy 
to handle that problem. How do we did this? We developed the concept of the warrior or the hunter. You can see quite easily that humans who could overcome their primal instincts of being prey were much more successful in survival. Survival of the fittest became a contest not only through raw strength, but also through mental flexibility. But we had to pay a heavy price. And we still pay for it till today. See, it is a distinct characteristic, a common theme throughout history of mankind that dates back to the old times when we first decided to join the ranks of the top-tier predators of our planet. And this characteristic is inherently masculine. It's the old ritual of a boy that gets initiated into manhood. Did you ever ask yourself, what's the purpose of such initiation in the first place? Well, we still are wired to be prey. Our nervous system exhibits way more characteristics of a prey animal than that of a true predator. That means our children aren't born with the concept of how we maintain our position in the food chain. They have to learn it. And they have to go through the same difficulties to fight against their prey nature as our ancestors had to. That is something that is unique to boys. The time when this kind of initiation took place was when puberty started, when the male physiology started to change, when te testosterone begins to rule. It's this time that was, and still is, the most crucial for a man. He had to learn a very hard lesson. He had to learn what bravery is. Bravery is the capacity to withstand your prey nature. To be able to use the tools, the weapons you have to conquer enemies that are far stronger than yourself. To slay the dragon. He had to learn that his true value lies within his capacity to protect his tribe to hunt down prey and to fight enemies, to overcome his inherent desire to flee and hide, to be brave. But this is only one side of the coin. The other equally important lesson he had to learn was to gain deep insight into his own true being. All the rituals you will find all over the world from ancient and not-so-ancient cultures regarding initiations into manhood had also a deep and important psychological side. It's the realization of the boy that he can wield the power of destruction, that he had the power to cause permanent consequences, to kill and unleash his wrath, to mark his territory, to tell nature and his enemies that he won't give way. That caused an inherent sense of responsibility for his actions. That's an important part of becoming a man. It's the sense that what he does directly affects others that depend on him and also have consequences for everyone around him. The old northern tribes of Europe had a fairly simple way of doing that. The initiation was that the boy was sent into the wilderness with the sanction that he is only allowed to come back when he had made prey and killed an enemy. 
the depiction in the movie 300 might be a bit overly dramatic, but that's the initiation process in a nutshell. Leonidas were sent into the wilderness to hunt down the great predator. Only then he is accepted as the king. You can see this in all the rituals all over the world in one form or another. We made it to the top of the food chain by overcoming our prey nature. To be brave, to be strong, to be responsible, to not give way to sacrifice. All this is not our nature. It needs to be learned. If we were predators, we would not need to learn all that. It would be our very nature from the moment we were born. And therein lies the tragedy of our modern times. We forgot how we made it to the top. The old initiation rituals are considered cruel and useless. Our boys grow up without to learn the most important part of being a man. We forgot that our whole civilization is built upon that very bravery the very essence of being a man. Man forgot who they are. We got rid of our natural predators, put them in cages and look at them in the zoos. We conquered nature. We ruled the whole planet. What is a king without his enemies? How can there be any enemies when we have the ultimate weapon? The fire of the gods or the nuclear bomb? We fought our way to the top of the food chain and now we don't know what to do with our freedom. It's all too easy to fall back, to degenerate back into our prey nature, to lose what our ancestors fought so hard for. Man needs to remember himself. We need to remember why we are here. We need to remember that we not only have the responsibility to protect and carry our civilization forward, but also the authority to do what we deem as necessary. If we don't do it, nobody else will. The male nature is not about being a docile servant to anyone. That's not how we made it here. We have to remember how we made it here. Otherwise, we might be doomed to fail. And this is especially true for the modern Western civilization. Think about it.